<laughs> then you crush a beer can against your head. Oh God! I think I tried to do that once and really, yeah. Th- I mean, just like a soda can, a can, not a bottle. I've made that mistake many <laughs> well, a time. Oh, I think that's where I went right. wrong. Just like, my <laughs> eye! I'm not supposed to get glass in this eye. <laughs> Oh, boy. But, uh, dear listeners, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are... Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> With our guest host, Dracula. <laughs> it's good to finally be... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we... we <laughs> so, count... We've been trying to get you on the show for the longest, but you have very few daytime openings. <laughs> I mostly work at night. <laughs> Why is that? I mean, are there no good uh, job openings for your profession? I have a vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh D for Dracula. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> you, uh, you know, every time I feel like we've had a new low. You know... <laughs> Very few people know that Count Dracula's first career choice was uh, comedy, stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, uh... I just think it's like dad jokes. <laughs> it's just like, why, Dra- why Dracula? Why? And he's like, because of my children of the night. <laughs> uh, and the, 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 the nail in the coffin of his career... Oh, jeez. ...was that he would just murder hecklers... Yes. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, Dracula, you suck. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he rips out there. My spine. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me next week at the Chuckle Hut. <laughs> I'm doing two back-to-back dates at Caroline's. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And a blue show at the Comedy Cellar. All right, I got to stop. Oh. This is so stupid. I I think you may have found your stand-up persona, dude. I think if you... Dracula? If you make that that like your thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow, that really sets the tone. I really want to... I was really mad before you you got here. I'm all jovial. Hey, you know, you can't do a Dracula impression and stay mad. You know? I know I can't. Like, try it, listeners. <laughs> Next time you're really mad, just start speaking in Dracula. <laughs> and watch a smile come to your face. Like, like quick. Bella Lugosi. And uh, it's also good for unarming anybody else who's mad at you. Like, that's true. Starts being like Dracula. That just It takes the wind out of their sails. You know? Baby, I forgot to take the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> It's a running joke between me and my wife, which she doesn't find funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about it. I want to talk about it. Was it, I think it was last week um, that uh, The Simpsons finally dr- addressed a long-standing problem with the character of Apu Nahasapima Penelon. That's right. And they handle it. They handled it in a way where they were just like, um. Are we going to address that he's a caricature? 
We don't know. <laughs> Tune in to find out. Maybe years from now. Uh, that character has been a problem for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like a, a, a family member who you know is a racist. Mm-hmm. But because they're in your family, you kind of ignore them. Mm-hmm. And now you just that it reaches a point where you just can't anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you did you actually watch the the clip of the part in the show where they actually tried to address it? I did. It was. So- I I hated that that they had Lisa do it. Yeah. Um, because Lisa, Lisa Simpson, like Lisa, the fucking she's the one who's supposed to like get it. Yeah, you know she's she she's supposed to be the most woke one of the bunch she knows what the word woke actually means yeah no absolutely absolutely but instead they chose this like really uh mediocre cop-out it's just like you know well what do you do with a character that for decades has been like lovable and now they're a problem like you know what do you do and they actually had the characters she looks at the camera stare into the camera and then they pan over slightly to a a bedside p- framed picture of Apu saying, "Don't, don't, don't have a cow, cow, man." Yeah, it's like, what? That was such a cop out. It's like, it's something that's to be addressed at a later time, if ever. It's like, yeah. oh, wow. This has brought out some really ugly, uh, not ugly, but troubling conversations with f- f- uh, some friends that I know through Facebook. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they've spoken to me. Well, they they've they started out. One of them started out with a with the argument like, "Oh, but what about uh, you know, if people are complaining about a poo, then why aren't they complaining about Luigi or groundskeeper Willie or you know Fat Tony, right?" And it's like, oh, I see. So uh, for. For you listeners out there who are, who are confused about that, it's because, like, if you look at pop culture, historically, um, white people uh, of various backgrounds, um, whether it be, like, you know, Italian-American or um, people of, of Scottish descent, Irish descent, what have you, you've had a host of heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a host of of people like uh, that have been shown in film in pop culture uh, Indian Americans I mean uh, I feel like this was a joke on uh, Master of None mm-hmm. uh, it used to be Gandhi Ben Kingsley uh, <laughs> half white guy <laughs> half British guy half British half Indian um, the guy from Short Circuit oh my god uh, a white guy in brown face and uh, a poo. That's it. That's it. That's where the list ends. So I made the I I started uh, you know responding back to this guy saying you know basically saying that, mm-hmm. and then he responded back with like, but you know you got to give the American people more credit. You know why would they like. Uh, an intelligent person can tell the difference between an Indian person oh like, my God. and a cartoon. And I was like, why don't I, you know, I, 
because I'm stubborn, right? I'm stubborn. I'm, I will tell you that right off the bat. I was just like, okay, let me take another crack at this. Uh, say you lived in India and you, all you were exposed to were Indian movies, Indian cartoons, nothing but Indian people like on TV, in, the, in pop culture. And then along comes a cartoon where um, the lone white character is A, the comic relief, and B, he's an Irish-American dude f- who has a South Boston accent, despite the fact that you don't have that accent. <laughs> it's like, uh, every and everyone associates that white character with you. So growing up, um, you know, you're you're constantly being ridiculed by like, oh, are you going to get arrested by the co-ops? You know, <laughs> did you, you think, g- did you think you found the transformer? <laughs> you know, are you going to go on a bender? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then people only associate you with drinking and, you know, being a drunk mm-hmm. and uh, you, you're a degenerate, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a poo is that a poo is, um, well, he's a servant. Yes. Like he always, he he's always in a position of serving. Even when they go, like this is this is something that was brought up in uh, um, Hari Kondabolu's um, documentary, uh, "The Problem with the Pooh," mm-hmm. which is like when they actually go to India, they go to the world's first convenience store. So there's a history of serving. Oh shit. Um, and. You know, it, it's it's problematic. It's a it's a character that is a problem. And so I, I said this to the guy, um, like basically not not that part, not the not the whole like I'm citing the documentary, but mm-hmm. I said this to to this guy, and he responded with uh, the same argument, which is like it's a nuanced character. You know, oh, people can tell the difference. It's a nuanced character, really. Apu. Oh my God. Apu is a nuanced character. Apu is a nuanced character. He's a nuanced character, like a a hammer thrown at a mirror. Like that's <laughs> a lot of subtlety there. A, a lot, lot of, of subtlety. Oh my goodness, he's an, like an onion. Yeah, that's that's the problem with that. I feel like a lot of, um, especially white created. Uh, content mm-hmm. when you criticize the smallest thing they're just like how dare you upend the entire create like the entire creation oh my goodness because if we change Apu, the simpsons will implode upon <laughs> themselves the show is called the simpsons because it's a poo's show <laughs> exactly my goodness like if 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 a poo is suddenly not this caricature then what's even the point of the past 30 years of The Simpsons? We might as well throw out all the quotes and this, that, and the other. Do, you, mean, know, do you know how Hank Azaria came up with the, the, with, the, with the voice of Apu? It's basically his impersonation of another white guy doing an impersonation of an Indian character. Yeah, Peter Sellers in, a, in, a, in one of his movies. I forget what mm-hmm. it was. But it's, yeah, it's an impersonation of an impersonation. Yeah, of a white guy uh, doing an impersonation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's... it's like folks, how much more like derivative can you get? You know, in that Simpsons episode, they brought up a good point. Like this is a this is a a, a character that when looked back on 
is racist, right? Mm-hmm. He's a racist caricature. Um, or he has, like, racist under... Fuck it, he's racist. Um, but what do you? What does one do? Like, the, the show itself posed yeah. the question, like, what does one do? And I thought to myself, get rid of the character, make something funnier. Like, replace, replace that character with a funnier character. Like... It's not. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. This it's, is just. It's a. Sh- it's a show about. You know. It's a comedy show. You can make something smarter and funnier. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, have the character address it in some way that that shows that the show is aware of what they've done in the past, and this is like the character uh, addressing an issue that we've just taken as normative and then it, it, it could have been an incredible teaching moment there was there was a point where lisa in that clip was like well uh when marge had redone a book that she had that upon reflection had all these like terrible stereotypes in it and she was just like but now the character is is starting off perfect it's like there's nowhere for the character to grow so they're inferring that by keeping a poo the way he is it's like this is good because now we have a place for the character to grow and become well, better. So it's like, if anything, we should be applauded for keeping him as like this racist caricature because now, now we can do great things. It's like, no, the show has been around for how many years? <laughs> like close to thirty years. Close to thirty years. I think they've given him all the time to grow in the world. <laughs> And for them to be like, you know what? It's n- now it's time for us to find the nuance in the character, and it's like, y- y- no, that time that time is done. Yeah, yeah, like it's, you know, to I hate to use a, a to paraphrase a Simpsons joke, but it's way past its sell by date. Yeah, <laughs> and they're still selling it to us, and you know, we we know that it's covered in salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just you and me now, smashed hat. Um, <laughs> fuck, I just used the fucking a poo joke. Anyway, but but the, that brings up a bigger question, right? Yeah. Um, like, how long was it before, like, a uh, Latinx person actually? Let's try that again. Boop. Uh, <laughs> how long was it before a Latinx person? actually was represented as a multifaceted character and not just like, I caught you, Meng. You know, the or, drug dealer, thug, you know, disposable, like... Or Latin lover. Yeah, mm-hmm. bad guy, you know. Is or there Latin, a character? La- or Latin lover. Huh? Is there a character on that show? That, or are you speaking I'm in not a broader sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in a broader sense. And, like, if we're going to talk about The Simpsons with, like, with like uh, uh like underrepresentation, it's like ah, well. fucking Bumblebee man. He's supposed to represent Holy all of us. Holy shit! Um, Didn't they kill him off? Isn't he dead on the show? Is he dead? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been watching since like past season ten. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Oh boy. Did they kill him off? I don't know. I mean, the, if a few characters have died, but uh, I'm not sure if he was one of them. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm thinking about the actual actor who he was based off of. 
Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. It was, yeah. He was based off fucking Chespirito. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. No contaron con mi astucia. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man, that brings back so many memories. <laughs> I, gr- I grew up, like, watching that 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 dude's show. He was just so weird. It was just like, yeah, this it was guy, a very weird and show. He, he was, but he was completely committed. Like, yes. I don't, I don't know him outside of that role. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, how long has it, and, and still like, uh, have you seen like how many, uh, like Afro Latinos have you seen on TV? Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you count them like on both your, like, can you count to 10? Uh, I, it would be a struggle. I don't think we have enough time on this show for me to like, think through them you know um the way they're packaged and presented um if they're shunned in any sort of good light at all but um yeah no the the latino community um is very much shown in in a a stereotypical light just because people don't know people don't know how to define it because it encompasses so much uh the history of the latin world holds so many cultures in it and there's so many uh internal problems with that identity that um to a certain extent we can we don't even present ourselves um in the proper light that's changing and very quickly and very powerfully with people standing up and claiming their um heritage and uh origins uh and it's a really good thing to see and i hope it reverberates until we have a well-defined and cohesive community because i feel like if we if we manage to do that we could be a real shiny example to the rest of the world but we could yeah but that's also a very tall order yeah i mean like now like you're asking like people to actually write in more like inclusive characters in their shows yeah like like i well uh, what would be better is if they would hire the people who they want represented in these shows to write these characters. Like I'm, I don't think that it should be placed on the shoulders of white writers or, or people or non or, or people who just don't come from that background. Because if you don't come from it, you can't really know it. All you can know is just you know pull little tidbits out of it and then cobble together this identity, which probably is going to miss the mark. Um, it's much better to put it in the hands of somebody who's from that culture and one allow them to make mistakes because that's part of the evolution process but trust it in their hands to look at the character and say you know what i want to refine this i want to redefine that um because i feel that uh, even with the most like stupid white character they've had that benefit uh, going back to the Simpsons a little bit Homer Simpson from like the Tracy Ullman show is not the Homer Simpson of today no I mean he's still presented no. as a dumb oaf yeah but like th- that's a character who was given especially for a comedy show a cartoon comedy show he's been given a certain amount of dimension you know and that's yeah yeah that's but that's different you're, now you're talking about like a he's the he's a white character uh, B, he's the main character mm-hmm. of the show, and see, yeah, he's gr- like he like we've watched Homer Simpson like go on a profound emotional journeys. Yeah, um, you know, I was just like watching the uh, the episode where he trips on those uh, 
those South American peppers. <laughs> and and he he actually loses his mind for a while and he starts to question the very nature of his marriage. Yeah. And then he comes to this very touching realization that like all his questions are are basically like moot because it his soulmate is Marge, yeah. you know. And it's, Aww, it's spoiler. Very, yeah. <laughs> his, his you know, he goes on this profound emotional journey. And you know, um and uh, so that's that's a nuanced character. Do we get that with Apu? I mean, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Apu's basically had nine children. Yes. Uh in an arranged marriage. Yes. Uh he runs the Quickie oh, Mart. With a by the way, one if time you, he dated like half the town, sorry. That's true. Um which I I like I felt like all of that was like really like oddly offensive like i i remember watching that show like with that episode specifically where he has the arranged marriage right mm -hmm. and um his mother comes to town mm -hmm. and then they keep doing this to lisa lisa who's supposed to be like the the smart like the smartest most cultured out of all of them mm -hmm. um his mother sits down apu's mother sits down at the breakfast table and Lisa sits down next to her and looks over to Apu's mom and is like, let me ask you a question. What's with the dot? Oh. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, you're the smartest person on the fucking show. Like, oh. it, you know what? It's just uh, their approach to culture, to, to, to race has, has always been like, haphazard at best yeah yeah so i mean like they really do have the chance to change all this shit around and like yes it's a comedy show and they're supposed to be funny so why not just make a funny character i don't know but the simpsons is like at this point almost an institution like they've been around for so long and have spawned so much content it's like there's literally a saying like you know the simpsons did it because they've been through almost every freaking situation they've been through almost everything except reforming themselves they could really reinvigorate themselves not you know and not not by not by trying to undo the show and um pretend like the past didn't happen but by acknowledging it and then moving forward and trying to do it in a funny way i feel like that would be a really like brave and and uh trailblazing thing to do um I somehow feel or hope that um, another favorite animated show of ours, Rick and Morty, will will pick up the torch on this. Well, that's that's a different. That's now you're talking differently because right off the bat, um, his name is Rick Sanchez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you, that, now, that's a different story. I mean, like. <laughs> there's no getting around that name <laughs> and like Dan Harmon doesn't even need to like he like I remember they were just I, I forget if he was on Reddit or he did some kind of um, Twitter like AMA or whatever but they were just like what's with that last name and he was just like it, that's just what it is <laughs> and he didn't offer any explanation to it 
I'm really happy with it. Like I don't like I'm I'm completely 100% fine. <laughs> that's like then there that's different. That's like it it like representation matters. It's just it just does. Mm-hmm. Um and it 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 makes it builds a wider audience and it makes people feel like they're in on in, in on the joke as opposed to being the joke. Yeah. Because like what was it? Um, in, in that documentary, the problem with the poo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this comedian, this comedian, Hari, I, I feel like I'm butchering his name, Kondabolu, um, he interviews Cal Penn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who played Kumar from Harold and Kumar, yeah. how the Harold and Kumar movies. And he asked him what he thought of a poo. And he was like, I fucking hate him. And it made me hate The Simpsons because, you know, I couldn't go into, like, a convenience store without fearing that am I going to encounter a person that has the accent? Are my friends all going to make fun of me? Are they going to say, thank you, come again? Because mm. Apu is the stereotype. Yeah. He, he became the stereotype for for many Americans. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's my rant. No. I feel like I've been ranting on this for, like, what, like? Yeah, twenty eight minutes. It's, Jesus, but it, it's worth it though. It's worth it though. I mean, the the, I mean, we try to we look at these things that have been around for decades, and because it's a cartoon uh, in this particular example, we think ah, you know, it's harmless, whatever. But these things have a very real impact in the way people form perceptions that they take out with them into the everyday, whether it's. Uh, going to school with these people, hiring them, working with them, interacting with them on interpersonal levels, and making this sort of thing the normative. It's like, yeah, you can you can make a character wildly um, stereotypical and racist, and like whatever, it doesn't have an effect. Does a um, does a disservice to the power that media has? Because on one hand, we want to. Whenever a tragedy happens, we want to say, at least, or a lot of people or certain segments say, oh, you know, this violence, it's because of media and this, that, and the other. But then when we see how rampant racism is in this uh, in this society and then point to the things that have been with us for so long, they're just like, that doesn't even matter. Yeah, chill out, <laughs> chill out, man. Why are you having a cow? Yeah, it's you know? like, what? It's like, like f- dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> um... And, and like you know what I was trying to think of the reason why Bumblebee Man doesn't bother me as much as he should, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because I grew up like of course I watched The Simpsons growing up, and Bumblebee Man should bother me, but at the same time, like there are two channels. Like I grew up with two channels, <laughs> Telemundo and Univision, right? <laughs> and uh, you know. Uh, there was there's representation like you you change the channel there's representation there you know uh, unfortunately that never made its way onto like the mainstream of the you know the like mainstream TV where it was like where are our sitcoms like there's a sitcom mm. right now called One Day at a Time it's a remake of the old show oh, shit really um, yeah uh, my wife loves it she she really pushed it on me and I can't applaud her enough for it because. It's fucking amazing. One 
day at a time, yeah. one day at a time, one day at a time. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let's make it dark. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but they made it into like it. Now it's a, it's a, uh, it's a Cuban family. Wait, is it a Cuban family? Yes, it's a Cuban family. Oh shit. Um, and you know, same setup except you know now they're addressing like the border wall, like queer voices in the Latin community. Um, it's, it's just great. And it's, I don't, I feel like it doesn't get the audience it deserves. It's not making fucking Roseanne money. Um, God, it's, it's, I I think just to touch on that, um, thing, uh, real briefly, (laughs) I think the only reason, uh, Roseanne is pulling in the ratings that it is that we all have a certain amount of nostalgia associated with those characters and that show because growing up i i really liked roseanne did um, you i did yeah, I, I i that's there was something unrelatable about it yeah. to me because it's just like oh here's this <laughs> like here's this poor family that has a house like there there's certain like yeah exactly yeah. differences in reality because i'm just like i'm poor I don't have a house. Yes. Like, well, yeah, I have an apartment. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have a car. Like, it's my, like, my parents were like, stay away from that show. That show is horrible. <laughs> it's like, it's like they would complain that the refrigerator isn't working. I'm like, oh, but where are the roaches? Like, yeah, what's like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. It would be a different show. Like, if they had to like deal with like pest control and like slumlord fucking. Oh, man. That'd be a, a far different. There should be. It should have been way more drugs on that show if they were that poor. Yeah, exactly. You know, like since they're like this poor family in Appalachia, I I didn't see one mention of meth. You no. know, like like if Becky had come home like yeah, strung she, the fuck out, yeah. like I'd have been like, oh, all right, then they're going there. But anyway, so there's there's a bunch of nostalgia associated with that show, and I feel like people got swept up into that. But um, it's not. I'm I, first of all, I refuse to watch a minute of this new. Uh, season just because of the twist that she's trying to bring with it. It's just like, well, she is she, the Roseanne Barr is a is a Trump supporter. Yeah, has been a Trump supporter. Mm. I'm not sure if she's still a Trump supporter because I saw her on I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, she was like, um, she made a joke that she was like, stop making fun of the president because like, what do you want Pence to be like president? I feel that was her way to try to appease some of the audience while still holding on to such a uh, reprehensible endorsement. Like, like, boy, what do you want Pence to be? Uh, it's like, you know, having to choose between like shit and shit, like that's not, that's not a, a, a feasible position to be in. It's just like, Oh, cause we could have worse. It's like, this guy is pretty, is pretty bad. Like if you're for good, then you're for good, you know. I'm not because I don't like Trump. Doesn't mean I'm for Pence, right? You know? Exactly. It's like, right, so right, right. that's not that's not what we're asking of you. We're we're asking for you to to like do the right thing, you know. Like yeah, like the thing about Trump supporters that make them so ridiculous to me is not just the fact that they represent that they endorse this guy who is ridiculous, inept. Uh, vulgar, a um, whole bunch of other expletives, expletives 
and stuff like that. Because listen, there are plenty of of uh, politicians on both sides who could fit uh, those definitions. The thing is, is that Trump supporters and the the Republican Party, in the larger sense, they don't take this guy to task. Like, say what you want about Obama. I happen to to have loved Obama, but there are some things several things that I didn't agree with when it came down to his presidency. The difference is, is that on the left, you will find those voices speaking up even while he's in office, no matter how great he's celebrated. It's like you will find people, groups, standing up and saying, you know what, we're not too happy with this and we need to talk about it and we need to change it. And it's like, and this is, this is on your watch. The th- you just don't see that with Republicans. It's like it's just like oh, you know, if you talk about him bad, then you're a fucking hater or this that, and the other. It's just like no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Your candidate is fully endorsed by the KKK, and you guys are cool with it. But that now, now that's different because I think there is a there is a difference between the uh, with the swing voter that voted for Trump and got like a fucking. Uh, uh, Harry, what I like to call that, the Harry Reacher Um Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> it's a Wookie, you know. Um, and he rips your dick off. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. That's the that's end credits right there. <laughs> you know what? I'm editing that into the. <laughs> I'm definitely editing that in. Um, but it, but yeah, it, there's a difference between that and then the hardcore Republicans who are just like forgiving Trump for everything, uh, to the point where it's their like their basically agents in the matrix right yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god oh my god (laughs) jeez yeah it's like they're just fighting to defend a a system that is corrupt to its core oh my god so um but that's a that's you also brought up uh i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry i really have to finish the quote they're so inert so (laughs) hopelessly dependent on the system that they'll fight and die to protect it. <laughs> okay, that is one of my favorite quotes <laughs> ever because I feel like I, 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 of course, me, my, me and my wife are getting high. Yes, we get high. Um, and uh, how high? I, I, yeah, pretty, so high that I could kiss the sky. <laughs> up, up to the sky. <laughs> oh, I'm smelling a song of the week. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, it was that quote. I use it as like the basis for the corruption of uh, our current culture. Yeah, um, can we? Yeah, can I? Can I put a pause to the to this? Why? Uh, this is my yeah. fault. I. Yeah, you're right. I can. You know, I can open it if you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, I wanted to open my own. We're cracking open beers, people. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> How did he mess that up? <laughs> Oh, you, you guys couldn't see what I just did. I pretend that I was opening my face. Yeah, thanks with, for the visual with, joke. With the, with the, with the can, op- with the uh, bottle opener. Forgot, this isn't, this isn't a video-like podcast. No, it is. Uh, 
It's a show where I can say, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> you liked how we just slipped that in, huh? Like you were asleep and we were just. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, people. We shit on your face in the middle of the night. Anyway. Oh, that's not what I was. That's not what I was well, indicating. Well, that's what I mean. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. I'm going to have to have a talk with Sabrina after the show. Make sure she's okay. Oh, it's not. She's fine. The people in the neighborhood. <laughs> Weird things go on at that Morale Martinez home. Nobody here even sounds ain't, like that. There are a lot ain't of natural. <laughs> Nobody in this neighborhood even sounds like that. No. It's like you got a lot of Asians on the block. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it's mostly like, what the fuck is going on over there? Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> I only come here at night, so I don't see anybody. All right, and they don't see me. <laughs> Most importantly, that's because you're always wearing your predator cloaking device. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there's another <laughs> Wow We are some fucking weird dudes Yes we are <laughs> So I wanted to talk uh, A little bit about the uh, Teen Titans show I don't know if you saw or seen the Leaked photos of what's going on But Is it a live action Teen Titans Yeah Titan it's a show? live action Teen Titans show Oh yeah, oh that sounds like that's gonna be a good. Well, you know. Uh oh. <laughs> hold your horses. I gotta pull pull up the the oh. fucking Facebook reaction to to what shit's going on. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Is this uh. gonna require a pause or? <sighs> yeah, I mean, no, no. It's just you know. Hold on, wait, wait. wait. This is not the. Dun, 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 go. <laughs> It was that the because I know that uh, Teen Titans. I I never watched the original show. They they went with the theme song. They went with like, it's like they asked a J-pop group to sing the theme song, but not in Japanese, and they gave them like, I don't know, a few lines of. Di- I don't know. It was weird because it it had an accent, but I went with it. Okay, here you go. Check this shit out. All right. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm going to put a pause to this. Okay. We'll be back. And we're back. And we're back. Oh, my God. So, there's a mixed... Shall I say mixed? No, people outright fucking hate the look of this show. First of all, if they're going to choose, like, like the live-action photos to publish or leak um, to get fans, like, excited, they could have chosen shots that were better like this looks this no uh, but it looks like they're all on break you know how like they're they're like that's uh, exactly what it looks they like. haven't really reached the makeup like area i'm hoping that the show looks better but they do look like they're just like hey we're just gonna chill in between takes you know get this fucking makeup off that's me. exactly what it looks like but oof. i don't like the reaction to starfire which is like look which is basically like uh the, from what i've seen the bunch of fanboys are just like she's black 
Why? Why mm. a starfire? But she, she's a fucking orange alien mm -hmm. from a race of people that evolved from fucking cats. Did, <laughs> did they really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, and you're gonna complain that she's black? Yeah. If they'd made it, <laughs> if they'd made Starfire like, um, like an Asian girl, they wouldn't be seeing. No, shit. no, no, no. Of course not. It's no. just because she's black. And I gotta say, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling how that wig though gotta go. Yeah, that wig's gotta go. I mean, look, the they, the curly red wig makes her look like Raggedy Ann. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, look, this is this is a. A net, this is going to be a network TV show? Is it going to be on uh, CW11 or something? Possibly like that? on CW11. Okay. I'm not really sure. So they're not going to start off with like the biggest budget. You know, they're hoping, they're hoping they can maybe, with the success of uh, Green Arrow and Flash and, and Black Lightning. Have you I'm, seen that show? I have not, and I'm ashamed that Dude, I haven't you seen it. Just put down the fucking goddamn earth final conflict i'm in the fifth season oh my god dude you know and the thing the great thing about the fifth season um all right i'm, I'm gonna be honest here the fifth season is not as great as the previous four seasons okay but there <laughs> sorry continue <laughs> did, did you get it all out are you are you done no all right. Are you uh, at least gonna hit me with uh, one of your infamous uh, uh, dork noises? No, not tonight. I'm just gonna shake my head and disappoint <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. <clears throat> so dork. Oh. <laughs> and the night's complete. Um, but but seriously though, like there there are. The thing about the fifth season is that I don't think I caught all of it in, uh, when it originally aired. So I'm kind of like rediscovering the final conflict now. And uh, Oh, geez. It finally got to the it's, final it's, conflict. It's getting up there because there are no more seasons after this. So I assume this is the final conflict. Um, you can tell they're making some very desperate choices, but some of them are really fun to follow. And that's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're leaving me in suspense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, buddy, you're gonna you're gonna start binging it at night, and you're gonna thank me. And by thank me, I mean shoot me. <laughs> Dude, seriously, if you get me into that show, and I find out at the end that the what the Tazon Daylons are just like Tazon Daylons. <laughs> Behold, our new single. Oh shh. Chocolate rain. Oh, God. Anyway. You and I are going to cosplay as Talons this coming Comic-Con. No, I'm planning on um, cosplaying as a fucking Blade Runner. Jesus Christ. Don't the tickets go on sale soon? Do they? It's April. For October? For next October? Yeah, didn't they? All right. We might have to get on that after the show. Yeah, we can't fucking drop the ball on this shit. No. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, what were we talking about before we got derailed by fucking the the what have yous, the Talons? Um, yeah, the Talons. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Teen Titans. Teen um, Titans. That's right. So yes, Starfire's black. Yes. Um, to which is like I, I I hate the this. There's this really mean conservative streak 
that it, that exists that has existed for God only knows how long with the fanboy community, mm. where it's just like any slight variation is met with like especially with regards to race. Mm-hmm. Like remember when Fan Four Stick came out and Michael B. Jordan was the Human Torch. Yep. Uh, and people were just like, <laughs> black. Yes. <laughs> he can't be black. <laughs> I see black. <laughs> ah, yes. Johnny Storm. He's a fictional character. He's like, but, but, but Sue's his sister. It's like, oh, yeah, because there aren't interracial families like at all. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> at all. I love that that Sue Storm was the adopted one. Yeah, that was like <laughs> that was kind of sweet. That was very cool. I, that movie could have been so much better. Yeah, if, that movie if sucked. It had, <laughs> if it had writing, yeah, I know, like writing at all. It'd be yeah, it'd be interesting if like uh, if fuck no, it wouldn't work. If they showed if up in for, Infinity War, yeah, and if, if they showed up in Infinity War, for one, Black Panther would be like Killmonger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, you are alive. Shh. Yeah, I'm not Killmonger. <laughs> what are you talking about? Or like the other Fantastic Four shows up. Oh, shit. Like, Johnny's white and he's Cap? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like, I'm not Cap. I'm Johnny Storm. <laughs> no, you're Cap. Where'd your beard go? Oh, my Charles God. I was like, get this man a, sh- a shield? <laughs> I think... Get him a heat shield. <laughs> Aluminum foil. <laughs> oh, man. He's baking in the hot sun. <laughs> Did you see the Saturday Night Live yes. skit with fucking T'Challa? Oh, that was so good. Oh, he was on Black Jeopardy and they were just like, you know, it's like, why Why would you um, like... Put your cable in your mama's name or something like that. And then he answered, he was just like, to Anaha for being the matriarch of the family. <laughs> like, uh, no, it was such a. It's nice, but no. It was such a sincere and innocent answer. It was like, oh, he meant that. Yeah. And when he went in on, when he finally got the gist of the show, he was like, oh, I, I think I see where you are going. So <laughs> let's say Sue brings over her potato salad. And put something unnecessary in it, like raisins. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. I, lo- I love when, when he was like, she brings over her, pota- her potato salad, which is noble. <laughs> it's like, but I, never having eaten potato salad. And then you hear the, the, the host is like, of course you don't. <laughs> Man, there's some, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like. It's taken me. Maybe I'm a Johnny come lately, but Saturday Night Live has gotten funny again. They've they've hit some nice notes uh, over the last few, uh, I guess maybe two seasons or something like yeah. that. You know, but yeah, they were they were due. I guess Keenan Thompson <laughs> is like my favorite cast member. There's nobody who has those facial like reactions to things yes. like he does yes yeah he's crazy talented man he found he found a really uh cool niche i hope that uh i hope it translates well after like his time on snl is done i hope he's not like 
one of the black cast members who just like disappears into obscurity, you know? Yeah, like Ellen Cleghorn. You don't even know who she is. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let but yeah. See. Okay, Google. Oh, God. Stop this. <laughs> Ellen Cleghorn. You know, uh, fucking what's it called? Facebook is tracking your internet, like, goings on even without using Facebook. You know, Facebook doesn't really want to know what I do on the internet when I'm not with them. Yeah, I don't oh, yeah, I remember Ellen Claycorn. Damn. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> um, feel like i've been like so facebook yes yeah look um it's it's quite obvious that privacy is a thing of the past um and that's just the that's just the soft dystopian future that we live in i hope that uh mr zuckerberg uh, can do something so that we don't end up with a fucking Kardashian president oh, via Russian data mining. Oh, God. So, uh, um, uh, which leads me to my question of when do you think we're going to get President Pence? Because he's definitely going to end up the 46th president of the United States, right? You think so? Yeah, I mean, after they raided uh, Trump's... Uh, attorneys. Attorneys, like... Uh, what apartment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they like turned him upside down and held him by his ankles as well, and just like shook everything out of him because they they got in his ass, man. Yeah, let me tell you, when I heard that like it was a raid, I imagined that Mueller like kicked in the door and encountered the baseball Batman and the Hammer Girl from the raid too. Oh shit! Oh, oh, oh. oh man. He just breaks in the door. I'm here for Michael Cohen. <laughs> Give me the ball, you know. <laughs> He's got crazy martial yeah, arts skills. Yeah, Robert Mueller's got like crazy martial arts skills. I've been to Vietnam, son. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with me. And he wouldn't he even says curse. that right before. Yeah, you don't want to fudge with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he hits the guy with a baseball bat, and it just sticks to his face. Oh. The Raid 3. <laughs> um, this time Mueller's out for blood. <laughs> but uh, there is a, a crazy cool meme um, floating around on Facebook where um, it's Obama's face. That one where he's like on the phone, but he's looking into the camera like, yeah, oh, yeah I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck. So he's like, knock, knock. And you hear you in the next frame is Trump like on the phone going, who's there? And then the third shot is just the FBI <laughs> raiding um, this guy's apartment. And then the final shot is that other great picture of um, Hillary and Obama both sitting on a couch. And Obama's bent over with laughter. Yeah. And Hillary's just like leaning back in her like blue pantsuit. Like, just cackling her ass cackling off. Cackling her ass off. And let me tell you something. That meme is hurting right wingers really like wherever it is posted they are in their feelings they're just like huh, this doesn't even make sense if there was a real criminal justice system hillary clinton would exactly be word like, for word that's yeah. exactly what they say hillary clinton is not the 
president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just, it, it hurts so bad, and I love it. But um, they can chug it. Yeah, they can chug it all. Uh, but uh, Pence, as 46th president, I don't know if he has the steam. He'll definitely get like the uh, the Christian evangelical uh, sector. Um, but I don't think that he has the same I don't give a fuck that Trump has. Like Trump came in into this whole thing as chaos and the the lowest element of our society was attracted to that because he was chaos. Pence is not that he is he is a political animal and he's going to play ball. He's going to play ball. Oh, he's going to he's he'll play ball but like he he won't have the same he can be he can be pressured and he will be pressured. Uh so he's not going to have the same gravitas gravitas with the insane as 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 trump has the problem is that like uh pence is probably going to crack down on the lgbtq plus community sure um and that's a that's the big problem and i feel a great swell of pity (laughs) for that so coming after them looking for for trouble trouble, yeah because they (laughs) because shit's changing yeah shit's changing if if he thinks that the lgbt community is there without power and alone and that there there aren't plenty of allies he's got another thing coming he'll find out real quick yeah definitely all right so i i want to do a shout out to a few radio free brooklyn shows actually all right because i've i've been tuning in quite a bit this week all right and um i've discovered some shows that i was like just kind of like head over heels with the great fucking music shows. Uh, a is the mixtape hour, mm. and then B is femcord, and then yeah, they've both been like really great shows to listen to. Nice. So I highly recommend that every all of our listeners, um, you know, all all of you, all five of you, um, go Google those shows <laughs> and check out when those shows start. Because those shows are dope. And with that, I think we should cap it. All right. Well, uh, this has been another great episode. Yes. Thanks for listening in. It's been pretty quality. Yeah. We'll be back again next week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the Week. Broken shots of every heart sometimes Scattered around what you try to control your life It's not a matter of faith, it's just a question of time And we all fall down It's not a matter of faith, it's just a question of time And we all fall down
Inside, then it will be rising up.